Snap UK podcast, your one-stop shop for the news, views and opinions you need on the NFL on this side of the pond. In the doghouse this week, I have Jimmy G, Gary B, Johnny F and SpongeNob Shitpants. As the NFL season creeps close to its halfway mark, yes, we are almost there, we had a week filled with one-sided blowouts, bi-weeks galore and just a sprinkle of competitive games. Never fear though, there's still a lot to talk about, from revenge games to rookie woes, from the size of the Chiefs issues to the size of Dan Campbell's testicles. We have it all on the Snap UK. The teams on the bye this week were the Bills, Steelers, Chargers, Jags, Cowboys and Vikings. So if you're a fan of one of these, skip forward for about 40 minutes or so. With that in mind, let's talk Titans 27, Chiefs 3. Yes, 3. Quite impressed you got through all that without us disturbing you, actually. I, I'm very impressed that nobody laughed. <laughs> I'm so less I'm impressed. Slightly still can't get my name in <laughs> he, he didn't call you SpongeNob shit pants. <laughs> <laughs> no one's got anything to complain about, have they? Let's be honest. Um, this was the fewest points scored by a Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs team. Uh, this was the biggest deficit that Mahomes had ever faced. You can keep racking up the other things that it was the first for. It was the worst performance in the first half by an Andy Reid-led team for like eight years. Furthest he's ever been behind in a game, wasn't it? 28 it was points. crazy. 27, yeah. Closest Patrick Mahomes looked to being knocked out. Yeah, that didn't look good. I'm going to start the narrative early with, I. You've not that I have anything in front of me as to some notes to prepare me for our conversation. But if I did, yep. I just see this as the Titans being that good, not the Chiefs being that bad. To be fair, I mean, we missed it last week because we recorded on Monday because some of us got social lives. They've now beaten the Bills and the Chiefs in back-to-back weeks after losing to the Jets. I believe, listening back to last week's podcast, that wasn't on I picked that. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. We did we did give you that. Um, I, I did pick the Titans to win this game, though, because I believe the Chiefs' defence is this bad. They can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. Actually, yeah, there's a good point here. You picked the Oilers. You didn't pick the Titans. <laughs> Fair play. Technicality. It's almost like we saw that one coming. Um, yeah, so basically the, the Titans have turned their season around from some bad early season performances and a loss to the Jets, the only loss that anyone's had to the Jets, who we'll get to later. But the Chiefs are not turning things around. They're, you mentioned that their the defence is just terrible. The, the offensive line has been completely rebuilt after the Super Bowl where Mahomes got destroyed and it's still not working well because it's really affecting the, the running game, which isn't working. And Mahomes can't do it all by himself as much as he tries. I think he he needs to learn to throw the ball away a couple of times because a lot of his interceptions are, are like, are, stop trying to be the hero, get Half rid of it. Half the time he's, he's like, he's not even vertical anymore. Yeah. He's like... He's almost on the floor and he's just throwing the ball up in the air. It's like, I know you you want to show that you can do everything. Brady has been so good for so long at just throwing the ball away. Roethlisberger at times as well. Yeah, but Rogers. They, they just throw it yeah. away, don't they? The yeah. Play's dead. Throw it away. You yeah. know? Don't take the sack. Don't lose yards. Don't throw an interception. Don't turn the ball over. Because, I mean, as well as the interceptions, like there are, there are fumble issues. No, no, no loss. Um, <laughs> there are fumble issues that they're just generally they're turning the ball over too much and you, like the Titans alright they've had a an average start to the season but they're still a good team aren't they I think what the Titans have done is finally realised that if they don't if they don't rely on Derek Henry just in the second half that will make the game so yeah. much easier so rather than 
trying lots of different things and then just reserting back to using Henry. Maybe if you just establish the run at the start of the game, then Tannehill can do whatever the hell he likes. And they seem to have finally realised that. It's made such a yeah. difference to how they've approached every game since. I mean, this, this is a guy who's on course for the best rushing season of all time. Yeah. you And also has a better passing record than Mahomes. <laughs> well, he, he does now. This week, he yeah. Threw more touchdowns in this game than Mahomes. Yeah, absolutely. But Gary's right. They, they are, there's, a, there's a change in mentality. And this is... Um, I think this is good coaching from Vrabel as well, realising something's going wrong and acting on it. I saw, I saw some yeah. clips and, and some analysis of the game where they were showing after they'd established the run, that they'd send off Henry and literally you could see all of the defensive players just turn and at least three or four would track towards him. And then all of a sudden the slant to AJ Brown was just so much easier because there was nobody in the middle of the field because they were all just gravitating towards Derek Henry. And that's always what's going to happen, isn't it? Like if If you can establish the run through Derek Henry as such an explosive runner... Defenses are going to flex, so they're going to focus on that. And that's when you've got AJ Brown. I always want to say AJ Green. When you've got AJ Brown and Julio Jones on, on either side of the, of the pitch, there's going to be opportunities there. You know, Tannehill, he's not a Patrick Mahomes, but he's good enough to be able to find two good receivers like that. Um, I think the other amazing thing that Vable's done is got that defense playing. Like they are hunting quarterbacks now as well. Like um, Harold Landry's got seven and a half sacks in the season. Like this is a contract year. He's second in in in, in the league in terms of in terms of number of sacks. He is playing but, for money. But the Chiefs have done the same thing now, haven't they? For three years, Kelsey Hill, Kelsey Hill, Kelsey Hill, Mahomes magic, and yeah. we've scored thirty five <laughs> points, and you can score twenty eight. Yeah, uh, they do. Their defense is it's terrible. Like it's. Tara Matthews is the only player who's actually playing. The rest, you know, Nick Bolton flashes from, from linebacker. I thought he was actually okay. But they've got a lot of money invested in Chris Jones and Frank Clark. And they've just been... Frank Clark's been awful. They've been literally invisible through the whole whole season so far. Like, Not good. They, they need a running game as well to, to help Mahomes out. All quarterbacks eventually need some semblance of a running game. Clive Edwards-Hilaire has been league average or worse. And uh, Daryl Williams in this game... Five rushes for twenty yards, which is okay, but nothing to lean on. Like there's a chase in the game, aren't they? And and who's behind that, McKinnon? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, and he'll be injured in two weeks. If that, I think McKinnon had the most receiving yards in the first half. Or something stupid yeah, Byron Pringle well. had the most receiving yards in for the, the game, Chiefs yeah. overall. Yeah, five receptions for seventy-three. This is the other thing with that roster. You've got some amazing talent, but mm. some absolute dross yeah. backing it up. And you have a forty-five million dollar quarterback. Yeah, which this is the problem. Um, does anyone want to tell me five years ago the last Titans running back to throw a touchdown? Chris Johnson. No, he'd left there by then. Uh, Demarco Murray. Yes, Demarco Murray in 2016. What a player! It, well, no. exactly. <laughs> Very forgotten. As Not well. for the Titans. It was great in that season for the Cowboys, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think yeah, Derrick Henry. I think he he realised that to win the MVP, he had to be a quarterback. <laughs> it does. That seems to be a very popular so, yeah. theme of conversation yeah. at the moment. Uh, and clearly, you know, there's nothing else this guy can do. He, he he's playing as well as any player in the league. If he doesn't get MVP, it's because it's a quarterback's award. But you know, he's, he should and, be. And right the Titans there. are just going to run straight into the playoffs easily, aren't they? And if they can, re- if they're in easy, they can rest players at well, the end of the season. So it, it's interesting that you say easy. The, 
The Colts won their fifth consecutive game against the 49ers, taking their season to 3-4 and four after an 0-3 start. And, and they looked like they could compete with the Titans, to be fair. Um, the, the Niners lost 30-18, to 18, uh, and Gary and Jim, take it away. I, I, I've got nothing else for you. I don't want to talk about it. Just, just You have to. It's a podcast. Well, we've been, we've been arguing upset about on, it. on air on, and off air for the last few weeks about this, haven't we? Just, I, I, I don't I, I can't. I, Shanahan out. No, Shanahan out. No, that's not the answer, but I will succumb to Gary's viewpoint of that he maybe isn't the genius who now has build up the same record as Mike Singletree. Yeah. As a 49ers coach. He does, and he has a worse record than, than Matt Nagy as a head coach. But he has been to the Super Bowl. He, he has, but outside of that one season. He has been. They've, they've got a losing record in every single season. Yeah, I think that there there are reasons beforehand. There are no reasons this time. Just to get that clear, I, I don't. Their injuries aren't as bad as they have been previously. Um, they've got better wide receivers than I think they ever have. Although apparently one of them can't catch or hold the ball or do anything really. And um, Brandon Ayuk has been absolutely terrible this year. It was Jimmy Garoppolo's worst game. I just. Like they had one good sequence. I think they went on, on their second touchdown. They went three three plays for seventy yards. Every time the player was so far open, and Garoppolo had so much time that I could have made those throws and, and scored a touchdown. Despite so, a Super Bowl appearance, <coughs> the Niners under Shanahan are worse than you know five hundred. They're like four fifty. Yeah, they haven't had a record over 500 through six games of any season except the year you went to yeah, the Super Bowl. Apart like, from the Super Bowl season, there is nothing no. nothing positive. I, mean, I, no, games, I completely disagree with that. And, and he looks he looks broken. He looks broken did, at the moment. Did you, I, I did you see him? Yeah, he, I don't... I think he's just confused as to what to do. I, I, I also think there's something going on with the quarterback situation. I don't think Trey Lance is his guy. I think he's been... You think rail- he wanted Matt Jones? Yeah, I think he want, wanted Matt Jones. I think he's been railroaded into that. And now he's got to play Jimmy Garoppolo because Garoppolo plays the game that Shanahan wants to play and he's got to invent a whole new system for Trey Lance. And that's why Trey Lance isn't on the pitch because he hasn't... Then you just back Jimmy yet. G to take the uncertainty away, which allows everyone to play better because they Jimmy look G's like they're playing confused. Jimmy G's a shit. I'm sorry, he's not he's playing shit. shit. He's, he's not playing, playing well. Sh- but you wouldn't play well if you didn't know that whether your job was secure. But I, th- I think there's, you know, there's all sorts of things. I think there's been some some poor decisions at times. You know, you know, we kept Armistead and we lost Buckner. You know, there's there's been decisions that have been made by him and Lynch over the last two years that have taken us from a Super Bowl contender with a really mean defense. I don't watch Red Zone now, waiting for the, the Niners' defense to rip teams apart. And I guess, it, and I know it's hard to be able to afford to keep that going. Yeah, but it's not the. You know that's not the team that we were two or three years ago, is it? So, um, it's, I suppose it's disappointing how it's evolved. You know, the first three years you can kind of say, right, well, we've been building, and then we've made it to a Super Bowl. We can see what they've been trying to achieve, and then you've got kind of all sorts of interesting ways of introducing running backs and and the running game, and then all of a sudden it just never kind of gets to the crescendo yeah. you expect it to, and then it just falls flat again. This this should have been the season where, even if they'd gone in with Trey Lance to start off with, you'd still want to see some exciting plays. You know, remember when Lamar Jackson kind of first burst in the, onto the scene? He was electric, completely different game plan to what they had with, with Joe Flacco, but they ch- they turned it around. They introduced him and absolutely set the league alight. 
can't I can't imagine that happening with the 49ers at the moment. It just they look stuck in the mud literally on, on and, Sunday and, night. And Twitter, so I think Shanahan's always been a media darling, really. You know, they've always been quite big. His dad was a head coach, you know, he's he was a young coach, came through, did great things with the Falcons offense, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And he hasn't really been given much of a hard time. No. But now Twitter's kicked off. All of the analysts in America have all kicked off. Is Twitter will kick off at a drop of the hat. But I, I agree with you. The, the, there is a definite turning of the tide in terms of the analyst support of Shanahan. Where, like, we all listen to the Around the NFL podcast. We know Mark Sessler thinks you know Shanahan is going to be a multiple Super Bowl winner and, and is a genuine genius. I think he started to slightly turn from that that opinion. Yeah, you've. Every coach goes through bad seasons. This is a particularly bad season because there's there's no excuse to pin it on this year, as there have been previously. And when you look at McV- Sean McVay, he had a one down season, you know, but they've been playoff, playoff, playoff. You yeah. know, we've made it to playoffs once. That's not good enough. The Niners aren't going to the playoffs this year. No, probably. How not. many coaches survive at the Niners? I think he'll get another- one one appearance yeah. in five years. I, I think he will get another year. I think there has to be a massive forward step next year. Or something, um, and then we'll see what happens at the end of 2022. George Kittle's a massive loss for you guys, though. That, yep. that was a huge part of your offense in that 13 and three season. Well, now we don't use him. I said this before we started the podcast. He's now just Selleck. He's just a blocking tight end. But that helps in the running game when, you, when there's so much leaning on the running game as well, and you lose one of your best blockers. That's going to have an effect as well. Yeah, so we ought to talk about Carson Wentz before we move on from this game. Carson Wentz... Uh, he was all right, wasn't he? He has 11 touchdowns to one pick on the season. He has his highest uh, quarterback rating, if it stayed this way, that he's ever had. And he's actually playing really quite well. We mocked him a few weeks ago when he managed to twist Spring. both ankles. But he carried on playing. He did. And, and actually, they're turning this season around and they look really likely to, to push and keep going forward. Almost the opposite to the Niners who, like you say, are stuck in the mud. Frank Reich's message is clearly getting through and this team is working hard. Pittman Jr. is playing really well at wide receiver. It looks like T.Y. Hilton's basically been replaced. He came back, played one game, got injured, Old, Michael Pittman. Well, Pittman's a he's a big wide receiver yeah. as well, isn't he? It's always helpful, you know, if you're going to overthrow. Got Mo Ali Cox, who's massive. Uh, they they just seem to have enough. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor running back. Now. They've Excellent. got him going. He's got a level of consistency now, which he didn't have last year, wasn't it? Last year it was like run hundred yards in one game, and then the next game it was like fumble it three times and run twenty yards. This year, at the moment, he's he's performing kind of week after week. Uh, John's just flagged something up for me. He, he said uh, the 49ers have the third least quarterback pressures in the league this season, despite having that D-line. And that is part of the reason why the defence has given up points. It's because if the quarterback is not under pressure, your poor cornerback situation is horribly exposed. Well, our cornerbacks are terrible, and they, they committed some horrible fouls, actually, <laughs> on Sunday. They, I mean, we committed seven penalties, uh, and the Carson had six both those numbers are fine, but when you look at the yardage we gave up, 122 yards was given up just on penalties. And I know we don't like the pass interference call. I hate it as well, but it's there. You've got to play it. And they gave up two terrible pass interference. Did anybody else rolls. see what this game went down in NFL history for? The worst challenge of all time? No. No, I didn't. it went down in history as the first game in the NFL where both teams had a hundred yard receiver and a hundred yard rusher, but neither team had three hundred yards of offense. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite an impressive thing. And also, we ought to talk about uh, Debo Samuel. 
brilliant. Yeah, unless. Oh, am I thinking of Brandon Ayuk? Brandon Ayuk. Sorry, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk, the other guy, who uh, managed to volley a punt back towards his own end zone uh, and not end up giving away a safety. Touchback. How, how that was a touchback. Uh, that, that rule should look should be looked at, surely. Yeah, there's a couple of rules we're going to come up to this week, but that should definitely have been a safety. <laughs> I don't know I how think, that works. I think it's because you're allowed to take the ball back in yeah. from uh, that play, because it's not... The, you're receiving the ball, aren't you? So the so momentum of, of the ball was still with the kick. And yes. It's like, yeah, yeah. He, he hoofed it. He <laughs> hoofed it into his own end zone. It was, it, it was, was embarrassing. Yeah, it was symptomatic of a whole game for the 49ers, I felt. Right. Bottom of the AFC South is now securely held by the Texans, who put up absolutely no resistance against the Cardinals this week. The Cardinals moved to 7-0 and for the only the second time in franchise history with a 31-5 to victory. First time that score line's ever been had as well. Scoragami. Uh, Zach Ertz looks like a good signing. <laughs> I, I was saying to John earlier on the way here, what are the Cardinals lacking? Nothing, really. Experience at being good, that's the only thing that would hold them back. It, it, it's, a, it's a pressure when you start being point. one of the favourites, yeah. and they don't have that experience. Got a t- they've got a target on their back now. Yeah, they do. Zach Ertz comes in with having gone on a Super Bowl yep. run. That's that's great experience coming in. JJ Watt's pretty experienced. Uh, and losing. Sucking in the playoffs, <laughs> yeah. But Zach Ertz is exactly the sort of player they need. That is just another leader on the field to take the leadership pressure off of Kyler and just allow him to be Kyler. Don't wrong. I realise the Texans are dross, yeah. right? But yeah. to do that without Zach Allen, Chandler Jones and Corey Peters, yeah, that's a, that's great Defence, they're playing at the minute. It, it it helps that the Texans are really this bad. I think this game tells us very little other yeah. than what we already knew, which the is Cardinals, the Texans are terrible Cardinals and the Cardinals are, are pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would say about the Cardinals is where I think they've done well, where I think Shanahan and Lynch could have learnt from, is that they've brought in proper veterans. And I know they got given one, basically, from the Texans, which was handy. Please have one of the best wide receivers in the game for nothing. You know, so that was quite helpful. But no, no, that's they, something that the Niners... They round pick there, don't But they haven't done that, have they? So they've got a, a young quarterback and surrounded him with experienced talent. And that's yep. something that Shanahan hasn't done well enough. So, because it's interesting how the Cardinals, in the space of two years, have just moved straight past us, you know. But that Cardinals team looks a really good mix... You know, they, they've kind of done some of what the Rams have done whilst they've got a cheap quarterback. It's kind of what what we want the 49ers to do. Yeah. Like, it, it's exciting to watch. Even though they're against the Texans and you know what the result is going to be, you're still tuning in because you want to see what they're going to do. Well, yeah, you, you, you put those veterans around him yeah. whilst you can afford to, whilst yeah. you're paying him $8 million or whatever, knowing that you're going to have to pay him $45 million in three years. There's also some good cheap signings like James Conner. Yeah, I think that's a cracking signing at running back. Yeah, he's, he's looked very good. AJ Green, AJ Green has proved to be brilliant. He had another sixty odd yards this week. But these yeah. are all experienced league players, yeah. aren't they? You're not trying to do loads of. That's fancy my point. Things. You keep taking the pressure off Kyler, and he just keeps getting better because yeah. he can just throw the ball, and someone will be there. Zach Ertz. Chase the f- Edmonds is okay as well. Yeah, very good. You know. Zach Ertz became the first player in NFL history <laughs> to have a receiving touchdown in consecutive weeks for different teams. Yep, that's. That's quite impressive by itself. <laughs> you know, it's like they just everything they touch at the moment it turns to gold. Whereas with the Texans, everything they touch turns to shit, and it's not good. I, I like Cully. They have put up some okay performances some of this season, but 
I don't understand what the direction is other than there is no direction. Tank. Yeah, there is no direction yet because they've had they've got no collateral to build that team with in terms of draft picks. It's going to take two or three years. They must have said at to least, me, you've got at yeah. least two years, at least two years, because the Watson Ferrari is still going to, on. I mean, we're you gonna, can't be expected to deliver anything, can you? Apart from maybe two wins this yeah, season with I've, a bit of luck. I think we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson later anyway and what's going on there, but they need to kind of milk that for all they can. So they've got I enough. I don't think anyone should be milking Deshaun no. Watson. Just so they can have as, as many draft picks as they, as they can many. Over, the, over the next two to three years. Very rarely does Gary beat me to the joke, but, but that one that was absolutely Very rarely does Gary beat you. Yeah. Um, anyone want to give me the most recent instance of the last undefeated team to win the Super Bowl? Was that the Miami Dolphins in the 70s? No, it was much more recent than that. The last last team standing without a defeat. Chiefs. Oh, week seven. In week seven. In week seven. Well, no, no, just in any Well, because the Chiefs went about 13-0 at one point, didn't they? They didn't win. They didn't win. Patriots? Nope. I thought it'd have to be a Patriots. 2006 Colts were the last. They started 9-0. And won the Super Bowl, so it's not actually an indicator of success. Particularly, it hasn't been done that often. The, pa- the Panthers went what fourteen and zero or fifteen? Fifteen, yeah. yeah, under Cam, yeah, yeah, yeah. That season they got in there. Steelers were at twelve and zero. Oh yeah, Steelers. Yeah, exactly. And if I could be the first to say it, we've got to remember the Panthers shit the bed in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Patriots went sixteen and zero, didn't they? They shit the bed in the Super Bowl. So. Imagine we've if quickly on from that. We? Yeah, we have. Imagine if you will being blown out by a score greater than thirty-one to five, which is a massive twenty-six points. Well, imagine no longer, as this was reality this weekend for Bears fans, as they were crushed thirty-eight to three by Brady and the Bucks. But this, this is no wow. reflection on the Bears. That Bucks team is phenomenal. The it's some reflection. Insane. On the Bears. I think you. I think it's some. I'll, I'll got, tell you why it's a reflection. Back. I'll tell you why it's a reflection. It's not the fact that they lost, and it's not even the fact that they conceded 38. It's the fact they scored three against a Bucks defence, which has been one of the league's worst, because they've got no quarterbacks. They've got nothing. You know, they're, they're playing your mum at cornerback. The problem is the Bears have got no plan on offence. Nothing at all. Shocking. They're throwing Justin Fields out there as a sacrificial lamb. Three interceptions, four sacks. The guy's been hit... 15 times I think now in his four games he's definitely started. not a fields of dream is it it's it's not no it, it's fields of landmines it's it's not good at all uh, I he looks like a sacrificial lamb he looks like Deshaun Kaiser he does look like Deshaun Kaiser you're right and it, that wasn't good either and whatever happened to him I don't think he's in the league anymore I thought he was a backup at somewhere Green Bay Green Bay yeah I don't Jesus. think he's there anymore no he's not anymore they've got that uh, Jordan Love that's the one you cannot fault what the Bucks are doing. They are marching back into the playoffs and they look every bit capable of outscoring their poor defence. I I, but at some who, point... Who's going to beat them if they can just put up 38 points like that? I think they they score something stupid, like four or five touchdowns for only like 50 yards. Brady just looks like... This year I can be slightly happy about it because I've got him in fantasy. <laughs> and he's the number one fantasy quarterback as well at the moment. Yeah. It is crazy. It is He's never played football got like this. 15 touchdowns through seven. Like more than that. Yeah. More than that. 18 yeah. touchdowns. I think loads of people have been saying it, but like, I think we forget how good he actually is. And like, this is a genuine superstar, which we're lucky enough to witness for the last 20 years. And we, we can't become 
I think everyone's become a bit blase about it. I think only this weekend where he's thrown 600 touchdowns in regular season. Yeah, that's like, incredible. All right, uh, he's 21 touchdowns to three picks on the and season. Like, he still looks like he's like 28. Yeah, I wish I could look that his, good his when I was twenty. Receivers are just so good, though, yeah. aren't they? Mike Evans, you just don't know which one's going to have the game. Yeah, yeah, had, what, three touchdowns this yeah. week. The connect- Godwin's still got another yeah. one, though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. the connection between like Brady and Mike Evans, it's like what Brady had with uh, Edelman, or yeah, Gronk. Edelman or, or Gronk. Like the, the, I think it's the second touchdown that Mike Evans saw. The ball was flying towards him. And he just turned around and it was just there. Yeah. Gronk, just there. Gronk's been injured, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah you know, Gronk's he, missed the last three But games. they only want Gronk for the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Yeah, That's when much. they'll need him. Because they're, they're, they're there yeah. already, pretty much. Yeah, they're not rushing him back. No, they're, they're, they're need him for the him. Super Bowl to walk into the end zone and get thrown well, You might as well let him have a month partying and then give him a good you know, yeah. four months to get fit. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, they could have had another touchdown. Brady missed OJ Howard, who was completely open in the end zone. It was the only bad throw he had all game, and he looked horrified that he missed him. My favourite bit is the fact they had to go beg for the ball back because <laughs> Mike Evans gave it away. They had to, they've, they've given him a Mike Evans signed shirt and a thousand pounds to spend in the club shop, and now he wants a round of golf well, with Brady. No, they, they, <laughs> season tickets for next season. I thought this would come up, so I, I took a note. They've given him two signed jerseys and a helmet from Tom Brady, a signed Mike Evans jersey and his game cleats, a one thousand dollar credit at the Buccaneers team store, two season tickets for the rest of this season and next season. And Brady has said he'll give him a Bitcoin, which is worth about $62,000 at the wow. moment. And, and didn't I, and someone... want Giselle's nudes. Yeah, someone, someone, <laughs> someone else said he should be given a date with Giselle, didn't they? Yeah. Was it Romo? Uh, I mean, I, I, probably. It sounds like a Romo thing to say. I mean, in I all think, fairness... I think the, the first touch, the first uh, touchdown ball that Brady uh, threw, I think it went in auction a few years back for about half a million. They so. reckon this, this ball was worth about 750k. Yeah. So... Yeah. But the problem the guy's got is technically the ball remains property of the NFL yeah, until you exit the stadium, so they didn't have to give him anything. But you just fucking run, didn't you? <laughs> it's, it's costing it's, them nothing. It's good PR to yeah, give Yeah, it's costing them nothing. Yeah. Um, um, we talk on here a lot about players who are terrible, players who have done bad things. Well, you, every week somebody comes up. We've just had Deshaun Watson mentioned for something that I think we're all reasonably agreed. We think he did. Like, in some way, uh, uh, I will commit to it, I'm yeah. going to be the first to say allegedly. I didn't say what it was. I just said I think he probably did it. I'm allowed to say that. I haven't made any allegations, and I'll stick to it. I'm also going to confidently say that Deshaun Watson's lawyers are not listening no. to this now. <laughs> However, yeah, remember that that tight end for the Texans, his mum liked our tweets. You never know. <laughs> However, just don't will, want to take any risks. I will That's point out that the Brady to the brain cancer kid connection oh, brilliant. was quite something. That kid was clearly moved, and... It shows you that the players that do the charity work and they go to the hospitals and things, it does have an impact. We, we might look at it and think, ah, oh, it's just PR, whatever, but it clearly meant something. Well, I think if you get the opportunity to do that kind of stuff, it is amazing. Yeah. That doesn't take away from the fact that Brady has been one of the most unmoralistic players the league's ever seen. Possibly not, but I'm it, just on saying the, on it, the field. it's a good sign for the league to have these things pointed out as well because yeah. a lot of the time it's very negative in terms of the, o- the only time it ever comes up is when you get the, the shortlist for the Walter Painter Man of the Year. And I think mean, that's a great award and you know, that's awesome. But you know, there are so many players who do so many other great things. Simmons make the shortlist. <laughs> uh, you know, there are so many players who do so many good things in the community and you, just, you never hear about it. 
Like, I think Andre Johnson used to, every Christmas, he used to go to a toy shop and basically buy everything for anyone in there. They used to do like a trolley dash type thing and he'd just fund it. Yeah, JJ Watts, another one yeah. who's oh, been, JJ you Watts know, so moving Cyclone Davies yeah. by hand. I think Drew Brees did quite a lot in yeah, New exactly. Orleans yeah, as well Brees after Katrina yeah. as well. I just felt it, there's, there's probably a list hundreds of players long which we'll, we'll never know about so I thought it needed a mention it, it was clearly important to that yeah, game it's more fun to look up the shit bags isn't it <laughs> <laughs> more clicks NFLRest.com's great <laughs> other websites are available well yeah um, quickly then Nagy yes or Nagy no is he there next season no that's not the game to judge it on no, it's no, not, it's, it's one of many games where he. Oh, no, gone. I mean, overall, based on his tenure there, no, they, they need to move on. Right, Gary? Matt Nagy with the better win ratio than Carl Shanahan. Is he there next season, yes or no? Um, I would say he will be, because he's not had long enough with Fields. No, he's ruining Fields. <laughs> he's ruined one quarterback already. Yeah, a bit like Anthony Lynn and Herbert, I think he's gone. I think they can't take the risk of him ruining. Um. We, we, I said something with Griff uh, Sunday night that three years ago uh, the Bears thrashed the the Bucks and uh, Trubisky scored five touchdowns that day. So it has uh, things have changed in Chicago. It's on the way down. Oh, but Nagy needs to go. That's a hell of a comparison compared to what's happened in Tampa Bay in three <laughs> years. Oh, I don't think Trubisky's done in this league. I still don't no, and I think you'll see Trubisky back as a start. He, the circus has moved to Tampa Bay. <laughs> he, he could be. He could be the next Tannehill. Yeah, on the right team, Trubisky could be the next Tannehill. He could, but yeah, that, that that's that's not the, the thing in doubt. I think Chicago is on the way down. They need to they need to change. I agree entirely with John, and I think it's all over for Matt Nagy. The sooner, the better. Um, <laughs> now, imagine if you will being blown out by a score greater than thirty-eight to three, a massive thirty-five points. Well. Imagine no longer, this is deja vu, that feeble dog <coughs> shit coming off a bye, lame as Fook Jets lost 54-13 to the Patriots to fall to 1-5 and five under Robert Sala. Now, I will say this, the Patriots are 3-4. and four, Two of them against the Jets. Two of them against the Jets and one against the Texans. I'm not, I've written here, yeah. Patriots only beating bad teams. But Got playoffs in front this, of is, this is a beatdown. This is, this is an absolute embarrassment of... a. You know, well, Wilson was out pretty early. No, it, it was done before that. I know it was. He played <laughs> half the game. And, and but their defence is terrible, the Jets. It's terrible. Everything about the Everything team is terrible. Robert Sala is doing a very bad job. They had a bye week to prepare for this against another rookie quarterback, and they did nothing. They, they, the five of us could have done an equally good job in that Jets defence. They were that bad. Like they couldn't stop the run, they couldn't stop the pass, uh, they couldn't get their defense off the field. And when their offense was on the field, they either gave the ball away or dropped it or went backwards through penalties. Or there was nothing good for the Jets. And I was looking forward to this this division with uh, Josh Allen, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, and Tua Tagovailoa, four new quarterbacks. And I thought this one, one of the divisions going forward could be really strong. Mm, I think we're seeing that a couple of these quarterbacks are probably not going to be great and a couple of these organisations are not capable of turning around their bad fortunes. We've got the answer we wanted though to that question that was posed when the Patriots were this evil empire. Is it just the Patriots that Patriots are that well managed or the other teams of the division are that badly managed? And we know the answer now. We do, and that's my point. The, the, the Jets and the Dolphins, not good organisations. No, I just wonder if you'll... 
I still wonder if you'll get enough wins against other teams, you know, to, to make the playoffs. I think it'll be tight, and I don't think we it's will. you'll get a wild card or not, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and that, that seventh spot is our best hope. But I don't think we will, but I think we'll be closer than maybe people thought we would be. <laughs> I think maybe the Colts playing as well as they are might hurt you. When, when we looked at the teams that were one and three, and I said pick the best one, I said it was the Patriots. Now, if you looked at the teams that are three and four, you'd say the best one of those teams is the Colts. Yeah, because they they are, and so the Patriots perhaps aren't accelerating like the Colts are. But like yeah, I say, they're only beating up bad teams. When you, when you, you go through the Colts roster, it's better. Than yes, the Patriots. You just won by thirty five points. Better than the Patriots, and, and and that's the other thing. Like you have got to beat the teams that are in front of you. Like we nearly lost to the Texans. Let's not forget that. And then we've beaten the Jets twice. Once Wilson threw four picks, and this week he got injured. He's out for two to four weeks, and they've traded for Joe Flacco and brought him back. No one's scared of that. <laughs> You might as well have stuck with Mike White. I mean, seriously. It's just a fucking car crash, isn't it? Just because he knows the system. Yeah. That's the only reason. It, it, it is. But Mike yeah. White looked every bit the same as Zach Wilson. That was the worrying scared. thing. Yeah. yeah. But that was the worrying thing. What did he get? 200 yards passing? 202. Yeah. But, so he, did, he played the same as Zach Wilson. It wasn't any different. And that's a concern. Because he's a nobody quarterback he's what been in the league three years as a backup in but don't worry Zach Dallas. Wilson will be in three years well this is I don't know I was told this week by Duncan uh, that on this podcast he appreciates the analytics but he feels we are far too harsh on rookie quarterbacks maybe we are but Zach Wilson just looks like Sam Darnold did when he was at the Jets like terrified in it's a badly a, run organisation it's not an issue with rookie quarterbacks it's an issue with the organisation around them and mm. um, you can point to same with Justin Fields and the Bears, um, the same with uh, Trevor Lawrence with the Jaguars. Like the organisations around them are just, those are, f- at the moment, three bad organisations. I believe the Bears are better because they've got history being better. The Jets and the Jaguars are just I, th- I think the thing is, when bad you look, institutions. And they always look, have been. When you look at what the Patriots do with Mac Jones, they are not asking him to do too much. No, no. Eight-yard throws, you know, screen throws. You know, hand it off to Damien Harris. Off, <laughs> He's know. been brilliant. And so there's... They're not asking him to do too much. And if it wins it wins them games, it wins them games. Yep. The game plan doesn't change based on the scoreboard. It is based on what that player is capable of doing at the moment. Yeah. But because Belichick is confident in his job, he's able to do that. Whereas yes. other people are fighting for their careers. So everyone else's career doesn't fucking matter. So they're just like, I need you to go and throw this ball fifty yards into double coverage. Well, you're shit. You know, like, well, you know, I'm sorry, Nagy, maybe you're shit, you know, so it's, um, that's the problem is whether you're looking at that long game and whether you feel secure enough to do it. And then most of them with rookie quarterbacks that are anything good is because they've been shit for the last two years, isn't it? Yeah, I agree to you, with you to an extent, but, you know, Salah and Urban Myers, your new, don't look at me like that. <laughs> you, I don't think either of them are secure in their jobs. No, but you should... You should, I don't think any team should be going into into a new coaching situation thinking, right? I've got to, I've got to perform. The team's got to perform. Otherwise, I'm going to be one and done. Like you've got to be particularly shit. You're in you're in that you're in that position anyway because the team the previous year was shit, quite frankly. So and there's got to be some level of consistency. We look at Zach Taylor. That's not what happened at the Browns, though, is it? No, but you look. No, it's a badly run organization, or was was. It's better, but now. it still was one quarterback. 
six oh and sixteen. Yeah. Oh, we still have another season. <laughs> one and sixteen. <laughs> yeah. The one and fifteen. Yeah. And they're uh, sacked after about two games. Uh, they kept the coach they kept the coach off the O and sixteen season. For a few games. Then he went and jumped in a lake after he won a game, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, the thing that gets me with the Jets, they've made themselves an unattractive destination for free agency. They've made themselves an unattractive destination for anything. Yeah. You look at some of these other teams in terms of what Miami are doing, you could see they were trying to do something. Yes. They were trying to bring in a more defensive mindset under Flores, bringing in some really good players on defense, all right? Also bringing, you know, making some stupid decisions, but they're Miami, come on. <laughs> It's, I think they're about to make another big stupid decision. But yeah, we'll get to it. I just think there's the New York Jets are just it's just bad horrendous. After bad after bad. It just seems like they can't get a single decision right. Because they're not building for something. With the Jags, even the Jags, you could see they're trying to do something with Trevor Lawrence. They're trying to build a team around Trevor Lawrence. It does seem to be like, you know, just... I can't think of the right analogy, but it's basically putting a new paint of coat of some a coat of paint on something. Yeah. A paint of coat, yeah. a paint of coat. Yeah, a new coat of paint on something, and expecting it to be different. Yeah, it's, it's not good. On. The Patriots had their most points and total yards, so fifty-four and five hundred and fifty-one in a game not started by Tom Brady since week two of which season? Nineteen ninety-three. No. Nineteen ninety-nine. No. Ninety-eight. Five. Da 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 da. 1979, <laughs> also against the Jets. <laughs> the, I mean, the Jets haven't beaten the Patriots since 1960. Well, it's 12 consecutive defeats to the Patriots, actually. But still, <laughs> this is not great. Did like, I mean, it's obviously that there's history between the Jets and Belichick and Ryan in the second half. Sorry, read, oh. read that stat completely when wrong. When they're already the, the game's won, he's still lobbing the ball. Yeah, we, we, we were like, like twenty-eight points up, and he was still throwing the ball with Brian Hoyer. He went three of four for seventy-nine smirk on yards. His face saying, "I don't care. I'm going to keep scoring." <laughs> there was no he even had a shave, hadn't he? As well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looked ready this week. He was like, "I am taking the Jets apart." The Jets have lost eleven straight at Gillette. Yeah, that's. Just burn it down. Just move the franchise somewhere you know else. Move I'd it to the NHL. You get so many injuries. Like they would have been better off just not going. It's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> just claiming an outbreak. Has anyone got any COVID? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Could you just come in and lick Zach Wilson for us? <laughs> a, it, it was a bad day to be a Jets fan. I, I feel for the fans, but watching the franchise fall apart does not surprise me. Even better news for Pats fans came in dramatic late fashion on Sunday as the usually terrible closers, the Falcons, marched down the field and kicked a field goal as time expired to beat the rudderless Dolphins 30-28. to Falcons moved to 3-3, three and three, Finns to 1-6. and six. Ouch. I'm enjoying the Falcons at the Matt Ryan is so good. Matt Ryan is the, the talk of of him going the same way as <laughs> Roethlisberger has been greatly exaggerated. Matt Ryan is he's every bit younger and fitter. Yeah, he's younger. fitter. That's the key. And better. And Kyle Pitts is just oh. getting on fire now. He, he, he is Julio. That's all he is. Yeah. Kyle Pitts only played seven snaps at tight end. He was playing in, in oh, all the receiving positions. In the positions. He was playing time. in the slot or out wide. He, he, he only played seven snaps at tight end. It's yeah, but Jimmy mad. Graham used to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, players have done it before, but it's so noticeable that this tight end from college is not a tight end. He's just Julio Jones. He's a receiver. He's just a big runner. Doesn't yeah. it, but the, you know, it doesn't make any difference, does it? He's DK Metcalf who can turn. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, there he's, is le that. he's leaner than DK Metcalf, isn't he? He's <laughs> yeah. more nimble. So I think he's going to be great. You can see why they took him where he did. He's going to be amazing. It's often, I mean, Arthur Smith gets a lot of credit for what he did in, in Tennessee, but... but 
Yeah, Carl Pitts and Cordero Patterson, two players who are effectively playing out of position. Yeah, he's making it work. Yes. Who else they got? They got um, Russell Gage. Russell Gage. Gage. That was one of the things. He played okay. Yeah, as well, didn't he, he's been playing very well. Uh, and they got Calvin Ridley back. Yeah. Which yeah. and if if they'd have had Calvin Ridley when we saw them playing at Tottenham, they would have absolutely destroyed the opposition. As it was, it ended up as a one-score game. But they do need to get him in the game more, Ridley. But that wasn't a one-score game. I know it was in yeah, terms yeah. of the final score. It, it but wasn't, but my point is they would have just accidentally blown them away. <laughs> it's like they were trying to be polite to that horrendous <laughs> franchise. <laughs> Carl, Pitts, Carl Pitts is decent, but also Mike Kosecki is having another good few games for the Dolphins in losing situations. Every season that be, goes by, yeah. he gets better, which yeah. is often how it goes with tight ends. But he, he looked very impressive and he continues to be one of their best players. No. Two or through four touchdowns in this game. Yep. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Um, but they still want to potentially trade him for a man with multiple allegations. Yeah, I can't... Tua said this week, yes, I hear it, but I just don't listen. I'm sorry, that's not a thing. If you hear it and you're, well, you a, think... That's a complete contradiction yeah, in a sentence. Of course, but <laughs> what he's getting at is I'm not letting it bother me. Well, I'm sorry, I think he is. I think he looks under pressure. He'd thrown four touchdowns, his team were winning, but he looked under pressure to keep throwing it and keep making statement throws. And that's not the sort of player he should be. He needs to be a conservative, pick up five yards, keep moving on. He when just you try to and calm be, down. Yeah, but he's trying to say, I can be as good as Deshaun Watson. And, and he's not the same sort of player. He could win as many games, but he's not the same sort of player. So you can't do that. I can see him travelling a similar path to Darnold, you know, where he... He'll have a couple of years at Miami. It might not work out. And somebody else who doesn't quite have a high enough draft pick, you know what? I'd love give to, him a shot. I'd love to see him in, in New Orleans. So I think Sean Payton with... What about the Steelers? Yeah. What about WFT? Well, yeah. No, that would ruin him. Probably ruin but him. But I, I, I could we, see him we, at the Steelers. I just think with, with Sean, he's, he's just like Drew Brees. Giants? Nah. I think the fact that we feel he's trying to play beyond his means is summed up by, by this particular stat. The interception in the fourth quarter was his seventh in the last five games. Bearing in mind, he only had two interceptions in his first nine career starts. But then, but then maybe their defence should lo- stop letting people well, score 35 points. Oh, the the defence is terrible, and this is supposed to be Brian Flores' key well, They were point. good last year. They were. And so now, even with before, Xavier yeah. Howard back, who John was making the point the week before, that's a massive loss. Nothing. Uh, yeah, but there's a difference between Xavier Howard wanting to be there and Xavier Howard feeling like he's a prisoner. Even so, if he's trying to play his way into a move, you've still got to play well. Howard still made a pick. Yeah, yeah that's true. But they give up a lot of yards. Oh, but, but picking off Matt Ryan isn't the prize it was a few years ago. No, that's true. Um, how much how much credence do you give to there being issues in the in the locker room between the players and Brian Flores? Because I think I feel we said this maybe last week where previously the Dolphins have been a very tight knit group and you know playing above their station and, and kind of winning games which they perhaps shouldn't have. That's just not happening at the moment. And it's a very similar set of players. Okay, they obviously had a few new ones, but it, Flores something is, else is wrong. Flores is making some bad calls defensively and with challenges and things and any team that's playing well generally is unified around its quarterback whether it's offensive or defensive players they unify to do what they can to elevate the quarterback who then technically wins them the game and it is impossible for players to do that if they think that quarterback's on the way out because you'll get some who are saying 
this is my guy and like I'm doing everything for him and others who are saying, yeah, but we could have that guy. Yeah. That can't be good for a locker room. Yeah, if you compare the, the Dolphins and the Bengals to where they were last year, mm. both teams. Completely switched around. Yeah. And in our, it's, it's Burroughs being there, isn't it, that's made the big, the yes. big difference, you know. Yeah. And I think that's the problem for Tua is that, you know, he's not a team captain either, is he? He's just not that sort of player. No, I don't believe he is, no. But there should be problems in the dressing room. They're one and six, and the one they've got, barely got. Yeah, that there, should, there should be problems in the dressing room. They're playing terribly. that we lost that game to them, because they are so poor. They should be every bit a seven, an 0 and 17. That, that's how well they're playing. It's, it's just not good. Um, right, Monday Night Football provided a close game. Hooray, a close game, with the Saints <laughs> easing to a 13-10 win against the still Wilsonless Seahawks. Close game, but a shit game. It was a shit game. The Geno-led offense wasn't able to do much outside of one long DK Metcalf play, which was like a 72-yard. 84-yard. 84-yard touchdown. And the Saints really weren't stressing this one. Um, quick questions, really, on this one. Playoff hopes over for the Seahawks? Yes. Yep. yes. They needed a win with Geno. last week. Yeah, I thought they might. I thought this could be one because you don't know what you're going to get out of Wilson. The um, Cardinals and the Rams are going out of that division. Nobody else. Yeah, it, so it would seem. Um, <laughs> Gino had three successive passing touchdowns, though, for the first time since which season? 2015? No. 2018? 2014. It was very close. He hasn't won a game that he's started since week seven of 2014. <laughs> so it's it's not ideal. Um, the, the Saints, ideal. the Saints, there's hope doing, for Zach Wilson yet. Saints doing just enough uh, is basically what this comes down to. Alvin Car, Alvin Kamara is doing Alvin most who? of it. Irene Kara, I'm, I'm I'm fine with that. Let's <laughs> let's you know. They finally realised, like John said, that he's he's good at catching the ball. No, he's called Errol Patterson. He still does all right as a running back. But he's, he's a better cast, uh, passing back, so yeah. use him like that. 10 receptions, 128 yards. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Alvin Kamara became the fastest player in NFL history to reach 3,000 or more rush yards and 3,000 or more receiving yards. Yep. It's 66 games he's done that. Did he beat Bell? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, but it's, I <laughs> guess it was Bell. Bell would be a good shout, yeah. He's, he's just, when he plays well, the team is, you know, very difficult to beat. Their defense is playing so well this year. Yeah. So does it keep Jameis in his job? Yeah, I think it probably does. Really? Yeah. What's, what's, what's Jameis Thomas, done wrong? Jameis dropped the ball and still threw a touchdown to Kamara on the same play. Being, I've been into that in, in great depth, and that's more on the Seahawks' terrible defense than it is anything else. Maybe so, but what's Jameis done this season to make you think he shouldn't be their quarterback? He's thrown plenty of touchdowns. He's not throwing too much at the moment. No, I agree. So I, I don't I don't know what more you can ask out of him. So unless they get Aaron Rodgers, I don't like I don't know it's what it's, it's, you're playing the Legion of Gloom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. I just you know I don't see what else he can do. Um, wins for the Falcons and the Saints were bad news for the Panthers, who were stomped by. The Giants! Oh, fourth and inches has got his <laughs> exactly. giant shirt on. Oh, he's he's, he's very proudly. John's displaying his, uh, his shell suit. His, yeah, his, yeah, his New York shirt. It's a shell suit. It really is. He, he looks like a scouser from so Harry Enfield. Someone needs to get a picture of that. <laughs> I, I am currently the biggest fire risk in this building. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Paul's pretty hot in his, uh, in, in his New York shirt. Uh, yeah, so this made the Farrow brothers smile, which is great. Um... The Panthers started 3-0 and have careered off a cliff without Christian McCaffrey. Darnold looks terrified. Two fantasy points he got this week. <laughs> Do two, you really? Two fantasy points. 
My word, that's almost impossible to do. That's got to be scoregami in itself. Um, do you know what? I, I really thought Danny Dimes played well again. He's had one bad game this season. He also made one of the catches of the season, a one-handed grab. It was amazing. So, he's had one, Yeah, like you say, he's had one bad game and in a lot of losses. He's looked good. The bad game as well. He shouldn't have been playing. Yeah. Because we all thought, we all knew he, he was, he must have been seeing double, uh, which probably means he probably, yeah, I know. But um, yeah, his catch, no gloves, by the way, as well. One-handed catch, no gloves. <laughs> I've, I've heard him being called OBDJ now. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and let's not forget the Giants did this without all 19 of their starting wide receivers because everyone was injured. Um, yeah, you know, Shout out to Graham Gano, by the way, who's the most successful Giants kicker since the 60s now. And also, you think Aldrich Rosas before him had a fantastic record as well. The Panthers are terrible without McCaffrey. Darnold needs McCaffrey. That's all this game tells you. Darnold, yeah, I don't get it. I, 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 I've got nothing. I really wanted the guy to be good. I think Jay Moore couldn't catch the ball for half the game. I was going to say, yeah. like, this is the second week in a row that Darnold's going to... Yeah, he's going to cop a lot of the flag. Had 111 yards. But they're dropping so many passes still. And it's not like he's throwing them way over. It's like... Robbie Anderson's there now, isn't he? Robbie Anderson's So I remember for a long time... Don't I'm pretty certain for a long time I was saying that Robbie Anderson can't catch. Robbie Anderson was good last year. Yeah. And now he can't catch. Now he can't catch again. DJ Moore can't catch. He's like 10 targets, six receptions. Yeah. I think their defence is really switched off because at the start of the year the Panthers defence was doing really well and it just doesn't seem to be I just be... don't think it's on the field too much like, just, because they've got, no, they've McCaffrey. got no McCaffrey the thing for me as well Matt Rule took Darnold out in the fourth quarter don't replacing understand with PJ that. Walker I, just I don't, don't understand, understand it because Darnold is clearly someone who needs a hug not yeah. a slap and I just think this crushes him even more. I, I don't. It's a I bad think the, move. The only, the only positive here for Donald is the fact that PJ Walker had three convert, three <laughs> completions awful. from fourteen attempts. They completed two of fifteen third down attempts. Panthers. Remember last year they were saying PJ Walker was one of going to be one of the best backups in the league, yeah. and the XFL star. Yeah, it it, it, it didn't work. work out that way. No, no. they've been better off with Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger. Now, yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't good. Right, we're going to have a little break and a refresh, and then we get to go again in part two. Woo! So, I never thought I'd live in a world where the Bengals were anything other than turgid, but uh, Joe, Mar- Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have gotten the NFL excited, and Sunday showed what they can do for real as they joined the Beatdown Brigade and stunned the Ravens 41-17, to the largest ever win over their divisional rivals. We need to talk about Jamar Chase. Hang on, a bit harsh. The Bengals were all right a few years back. Mm. Yeah, but they were never going to win they, the Super Bowl. They, 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 they win the playoffs. Sleepwalked into the playoffs in a bad division and then got steamrolled in the first round five times in a row. Yeah. I just want to refer back to when we did our pre-season um, shows and I got asked to suggest some fantasy players to look out for. You did? I believe my one of the players I said you should really look at was Jamar Chase. Who I then got told keeps dropping the ball. Does keep dropping? Did yeah. keep dropping the ball? But that Turns doesn't out. seem to be the case anymore, does it? Not yeah, dropping but the ball. Two hundred and eight yards or something ridiculous. Two hundred and one yards, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you can prove anything with facts, Gary. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> my my one was Elijah Moore. He got thirteen yards for the Jets. Is is, is Burrow going to be the best out of this crop? I know it's early to say that, but he hasn't played a full season yet. Has he? Yeah, of course he is. 
Like he's going to have to do something. But is he going to be better than Lawrence? Is he going to be better than? Oh, do you mean the whole draft? That class? crop, no. that crop of Probably like meant. the you know the quarterbacks in the last three years. He's mm, him or Herbert. Uh, yeah, this was a statement game for sure. Yeah, the thing you've got to bear in mind is Burrow's started the same number of games as Tua. Because I, I didn't think Lamar did much wrong in this game. No, Lamar didn't do anything particularly wrong. It's just the Ravens' defense has given up. They're not capable of stopping teams once they get behind. Well, also Jamar Chase is a freak, and Marquise Brown even remembered how to catch a ball like really well in this Re- game. Yeah, well, he's been he's well, been all right. He had yeah. fourteen targets and five receptions. But the touchdown, the the important yeah, one was was, was pretty special. I think mean, it's uh, a little bit of Lamar Jackson accuracy issues as well. Like a, that that came up again. I think, but to be fair, the Bengals defense absolutely dominated the Ravens. Well, that's been a, okay. We're going to talk a lot about Burrow and Chase, and, and rightly so because that they were phenomenal. But the Bengals defense is—I think it's a top five defensive unit in, in the league at the moment. Yeah, um, they've got six. They signed six free agents in, in the off season, and they're all performing. And yeah, I think so. That is, that's another team putting veteran players around yeah. a young quarterback. Yeah. That's it. It's strange. It's the formula, isn't it? Yeah, but this time last year, we were all saying Zach Taylor should be sacked. Oh, yeah, I think I put him in number yeah. one to go at the start of the season. So, like, things can turn around pretty quickly. Unless you're Kyle Shanahan. Um, the Ravens have allowed 400 or more total yards for the fourth time this season. They only did that three times in the whole of last season. This is my concern. They're a very good offensive team, despite losing all their running backs, because they've got Lamar Jackson. When their defence struggles, they cannot keep up. They, they won't. They're going to just be get blown away like this. I said a few weeks ago, I don't think the Ravens will make the playoffs. They will make the playoffs. You don't think they'll make the playoffs? I think mean, there's a chance. They will definitely make the playoffs. Uh, and it's I'm, another reason why the Patriots won't make the playoffs. When they get to the playoffs, and they will get to the playoffs, they'll be... Like, remember, they held the Chargers to three points last week. You know... When they get a chance to properly plan against players, which they will do in the playoffs, I think they'll be fine. Um, And it'll be more down to the fact that Lamar Jackson has accuracy accuracy issues is why they go out. They're the third best team in that division. Really? You think they're worse than the Browns Browns over them at the moment? Based on current form, Bengals, Browns, Ravens for me. I don't know. I, I, the Browns are an odd one to call for me. I'm not. I don't think the Browns will make the playoffs now. I'm not sure I'm going to say that either. I think three teams come out of this division and, and it won't be the Steelers. That's the only one you can t- say will definitely not make it. And, and they could turn that round. It, it could be just a free-for-all. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the problem. But I'm no way am I prepared to say the Ravens won't make the playoffs. If, if Chubb doesn't come back in the next few weeks, the Browns team is in trouble. Because... It just is not the same, is it? No, of course not. Uh, this was only the third time in 44 Jackson starts that the Ravens have lost by more than seven points. So usually they keep up and they do all right. But man alive, this was this was a shellacking, I think is the phrase they give it. And uh, it, it, yeah, I, I think what John is indicating to my left is it's a bad week for the Ravens. But it does prove that the Bengals are actually did, this good. Yeah, now. we did say last week this was an acid test. The Bengals have had some good form. The two games they lost are only been by field goals. This was a this is a test, and I think they passed with flying colours. And if you're going to have a bad week, you don't want to have a bad week in a divisional game. No, no, exactly. but you know you're going to you get six divisional games a season, don't you? So it's 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 always possible. Let, speaking of divisional games, so Thursday night football saw the introduction of a new backfield star for Cleveland. 
uh, as they beat the uh, Boncos 14 to 17 on the back of Dearness Johnson. I managed to shoehorn that in for Thank you. you. That's okay. Um, Dearness Johnson had the most rookie rushing yards for an undrafted player. He had like some ridiculous number of, right, was it 149 yards? 146. Oh, Terrell Davis undrafted. Yeah, yeah yes. but the most in a debut game. Oh, fair enough. For a first start. It's madness that they just pulled another running back to go with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, I think it says a lot about their O-line, which is clearly very good. The other thing for me, what were Case Keenum's stats? Because Baker did not play. He's injured. Keenum completed 21 from 33, 199 yards, touchdown and no interceptions. And I think if Baker had done that, we'd be saying, yep, there's Baker, game managing, that's okay. I just don't think there's a massive drop-off. I really don't. Case Keenum is the best backup in the league. Case Keenum played under Kevin Stefanski when he was good at the Vikings. Yes, fair point. And I don't, I don't think there's a massive issue. And this is, we were talking before today about Baker's impending contract negotiations. And every game he misses and they don't lose hits him because he is just a very good game manager. That's what he's going to be. He's not, he's not Dak Prescott, is he? No, he's not Dak no. Prescott. He's, he's not. He's, 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 he's Alex Smith. What, what I mean is, he's nothing like you know Mahomes, is he? But no. no. If you think about how he tries to play the game, Dak's probably the closest in terms of how he approaches his game style, and he's nowhere near at Dak's level. No, he, he really isn't. On a bad team, he would look like a bad quarterback. On an okay or good team, he'll look like a good quarterback. Yeah. But it's the same. It's, it's whether his ego will let him take. 20 to 25 million. He's also, he's going to be negotiating at the same time that Lamar Jackson is going to be negotiating. And to your point, like Jackson's probably going to be up there 35, 40 million, realistically. Is he going to be prepared? The you know first, same came out of the draft uh, same same year. He was the number one choice. Jackson was the number 32, yep. certainly in the 30s. 32, yeah. Yep. Um, is he, is he going to allow his <clears throat> ego to accept the fact that he's not a 35 million dollar quarterback? At best, thirty million. At best, oh, my ego would let me accept that. But you're not Baker Mayfield. Yeah. No, that's the problem. But he makes enough money from all these commercials that he's in all the time. Like money shouldn't be his primary driver. Staying on a team where he can be successful should be. Yeah, because he could end up right. moving and being on a very bad team. And that will be the deciding factor of whether he stays at the Browns. I could see him being Mitch Trubisky. I could see him going to be a backup somewhere. No, I don't think so. I think he's. I think he's. A, a good solid starter but he just need, he's not going to elevate a team is he he's it's like you said earlier he's like Alex Smith if the team is good he will win if the team is bad he will struggle and I, I honestly think that's what it is he was he was really good in his rookie season but as soon as people got tape on him look how badly he dropped off in the second season and since then he's just leveled out as a good game managing quarterback I also say Alex Smith just because drafted a number one and shooting <laughs> yeah I, I think you're probably right um Yes, the, the comparison with what Jackson gets is going to be interesting, but if he's got any sense at all, he should be vying to stay put. Don't overexpose the team by forcing Absolutely, them to pay yeah. too much money. Yeah, there's a lot more. There's a lot of talent to pay on that team over the next few years and more important players than, than Baker Mayfield in terms of it's harder to replace Denzel Ward than it is probably to replace Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> There's, there's not much we can say about the Boncos right now. They're another team that started three and zero, and now three and four. Fangio's gone at the end of the year, right? Yeah, we said this last week. I'm, I'm convinced that, that it's over for, for, for Vic Fangio because I don't see what he's bringing to the team. The defense isn't, 
it, it's just okay. It's just good. It's not anything sort of fantastic. But uh, they're not doing anything well. No, that's it. They're, they're, they're really not. Yeah, you think about the amount of people that were lost to the Brown. Okay, they didn't have Mayfield. They also didn't have the, the two excellent running backs, and yet, and they they didn't have the two starting tackles either, and yet they still managed to get 182 rushing yards against a defensive genius. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, I will. I, I just want to bring this up about Teddy Bridgewater because uh, maybe being overlooked a little bit. Teddy Bridgewater's score in the fourth quarter was his twelfth passing touchdown this season, which is the most through the first seven games amongst Denver quarterbacks since Peyton Manning in 2014. That's a pretty terrible... It's a wank bunch of plays. It's a poor selection of players. You're like, he's you better than... Say, you didn't say poor the first time. I said time. wank. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, we all know Teddy's better than Trevor Simeon and... <laughs> Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch, Drew Locke. I mean... Brock Osweiler. Fuck, I mean, yeah, they're all shit. Teddy Bridgewater is slightly better than shit. <laughs> Well, that's the name of this week's podcast. Teddy Bridgewater is slightly better than shit. He is, though. He's not wrong. <coughs> no, he's not. No, we'll just, see when we get to our quarterback rankings. I'm just saying, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater isn't the problem on this team. That Everything else is, is a struggle. Uh, they, they've lost players to injury, and the defence is not living up to its end of the bargain. It's an average quarterback and an average team. And it's just uh, in yeah. a good division. Pretty much what nah. pretty much what Baker Mayfield could be on an average team is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay barely broke a sweat on Sunday as they won 24-10 over the increasingly dire football team. But now Adams and Lazard have COVID and the Packers play on Thursday night. So. Adam, to be, Adams has COVID. Lazard is a close contact. Oh, sorry. Okay. But they're both out Thursday night against the Cardinals. Oh, that's not the team you want them out against. <laughs> no, it's not. And I know Duncan was very much looking forward to this game and now he should be slightly less looking forward to this game. Um so let's talk about the Heineke dive or giving up when running for a touchdown and then doing the Lambo leap to celebrate yeah that is funny that's very unfortunate so the the NFL changed the rule three years ago if you dive head first as a quarterback as a quarterback you are deemed to be giving yourself up from the point of the start of the dive regardless of whether you are touched so Heineke could have just wandered Walked into the end zone, in, yeah. but he saw potential contact coming and dived one yard short and then rolled into the end zone untouched, which we all thought was a touchdown and isn't a touchdown correctly. But the rule is wrong, right? Like The rule's not wrong, it's just a bit stupid. But they could do that in 80 yards of the middle of the field and just the 10 yards at either end say that if, rule if doesn't apply. If that was apply. my job, though, I wouldn't know that rule. Yeah, that's my point. I, I'd, he should know that rule. He could just dive... In the air, yeah. Like he, he decided to stick his knee down and fall into the end zone. Yes, yeah. So, so he, he could have just like if you watch, say Cam or Lamar, they always dive in the air, don't they? They still can't be touched, but they, you know, they Superman it, don't they? Do you not think that's because they're quite over? they're quite big bodied players, and he just doesn't feel like taking that contact? I don't know because some weeks we've seen him. Like was it week two? He dived for the post and like he got hit by about three players on his way in. Well, he managed so, to jump. When he did the Lambo leap, yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> can we just good. raise the fact that he's not very good? I, I, I think he is very bad. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm. He, he's a poor version of the man he's replaced. Fitz Magic. That's what he is. And yeah, I, I think that's been kind to him. Yeah, he, uh, he rushed for 95 yards, which is the second most in a game by a Washington quarterback. Uh, it's a shame it wasn't 96, though, especially because yeah. they didn't actually get in afterwards. <laughs> 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 that. that 
yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I really wanted him to be good, but it's he's being exposed as a backup who's starting games. In the playoffs last year, didn't wasn't the he got, he got a touchdown by doing quite a similar thing, but better by diving in like a like a Cam would in the in the end. He ran, he ran to the pylon, didn't he? Yeah, like, in, it was yeah. over over on the on the sideline. So, yeah, you know, but yeah, he, he should know the rule. But yeah, it's probably a legacy of people like RG three not knowing how to dive and give themselves up. That's why they probably changed the rule. But yeah. Right, it's that time of the week where we get to play another game of name the quarterbacks that Aaron Rodgers has faced. So, excluding Taylor Heineke, can you name the other five regular season starting <coughs> to, starting Washington quarterbacks that Aaron Rodgers has faced? Alex Smith. Yes. RG3. Yes. Kirk. Kirk Cousins. Yep. Da, 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 Donovan McNabb. Da, da, Donovan McNabb. There's one more. Fitz. No. Uh, da, 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 da. Who's the guy who left? Uh, Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, well done. So that's that's the uh, that's the shower that Washington have put up to face Aaron Rodgers. Uh, well, Smith and Cousins. Both yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. There's a couple of okay in there. They just they ballsed up the Cousins. That's, that's probably about issue. nine years of that, that yeah. as well. To be fair, I think it's since 2010. So yeah, eleven years. Yeah, yeah. they ballsed up the Cousins contract issue. Yeah, they did. Like, okay, he's he's not amazing. But like he's the best they've had out of that lot. Yeah, it's true. Shame we've had to admit that. Uh, the Raiders continued to march towards the playoff slot as they turned over the Eagles 33-22 with Derek Carr working at a record-setting pace, by the way. Uh, the Raiders are Super Bowl contenders. No. 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 The Raiders, are, it's, it's not really a question. It's more of a statement. Yeah, they we are. all have disagreed with it. They're well, not balanced okay. enough. They're not balanced enough. To, to do what? Their, their wide receiver core is not good enough to take them to a Super Bowl. It's okay. They, they did this without Darren Waller. I'm just saying, like they were fine. Their wide receiver core. I did disagree. Fine. Yeah, I disagree with that. So I, I don't think you need a good wide receiver core to go to the Super Bowl. This is the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. that's that's that is a, a very valid point. Yeah. That's the main point. The Eagles suck. Yeah, Derek Carr competed 31. Do you really think the Raiders passes. could beat the Bucks? No, that's why we all said no. I well, he well didn't. hang on, hang on. I, I I don't see there's any reason why Derek Carr couldn't pick apart that Bucks secondary. It's just whether or not their defense could stop the Bucks doing the same. Well, yeah, that, that's the point. But, but yeah, I'm saying they've enough. got more of a chance this season than they had the last couple of seasons. Yes, Rams. Yeah, so I mean beat the, the Rams. Similar. Problem. The Raiders are Super Bowl contenders, just like they are as being one of 32 teams at the beginning of the season. They're not. C- can they be? Not. Can they be the on current form? Would they beat the Bengals? The no. Would they beat? The Bills, no. So they're not getting into the, they're not getting into the championship game. So what's the point? Well, I don't but see I'll, a point I'll, of arguing I'll, about I'll, NFC teams. They're not they getting through the NFC. Are they coming out? The, are they coming out of the division? Because I think you know they they can beat the Chiefs the way the Chiefs are playing at the moment. They can beat the Den- Denver Broncos the way the Broncos are playing at the moment. Can they beat the Chargers? Probably. Yes, the Chargers only scored three points last week. And, yeah. and excuse me if you don't think they can beat the Bengals. You're talking out your ass. They could definitely beat the Bengals on the right day. If, if they played ten times, I bet they, they would win four out of those ten. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. No, I'm saying they are Super Bowl I contenders. I think they're in the playoffs. They'll be, they'll be one of the best 14 teams, which is what you have to be now, which makes you a Super Bowl contender. I respectfully disagree. I respectfully don't take your disagreement respectfully. They're competitive. You're talking out your ass. <laughs> they, they, they they've, got, they've got a new head coach, right? Who's well, not a temporary head coach. Who's not yeah, a head yeah. coach. Who's done one game. Yeah. Two games. Two games, right? That was a Di Matteo won the Champions League. <laughs> the yeah. last Raiders... Then he, got, <laughs> then he got sacked, yeah. <laughs> the last Raiders coach to come into an O took them to a Super Bowl. 
But But they're not going to get there with this guy. All I'm saying is, you need more time under this leadership to see what's going to happen. I don't think you can say right now, they're not a contender. They are in the top 14 teams in the league, which makes them a contender. Because it's 14 teams that get in. And they are one of the best seven teams in the AFC. They are. They are, yeah. They're so yeah, they're they not, are a contender. They're not, they're not a contender. But I'm not disagreeing with you they'll get to the playoffs. I'm disagreeing with you that they're Super Bowl contender. They are a Super Bowl contender by virtue of being in the playoffs, but I would not put any confidence in them getting to the Super Bowl or winning the Super Bowl. Okay. I disagree. I think I think they've got a, as much chance what are the odds, as a lot John? of team. It's, is, is that what John's yeah, looking at? Get up Pornhub right and look up. <laughs> uh, he's gone into producer You're mode. Supposed to be doing he's, some sort of. He's clearly looking up there. something else. I'm not. Or playing. Uh, Nick Sirianni, he's awful. Yes. Yeah, but the team's awful. No, no, the but Nick Sirianni is awful. Yeah, we knew that at the beginning of the season. And yet they're still saying he gets next season as well. Just because it's an awfully run franchise. I don't. I don't. I just. I, I don't get it. I. I I can't see anything about the Eagles that's redeeming. Anyone? I like Jalen Hurts. He's not the problem. No, we said this last week. He's he's not the problem. But I don't like Jalen Hurts. You've no. made that very clear. I know. Week on week. Yep. I put it to you that he's not a Super Bowl contender. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with you there. <laughs> the current betting, the Raiders are the thirteenth favourite for the play, uh, for the uh, for the Super, for Super Bowl. So yeah. they are they are a playoff contending team. Yeah, but, that, but that's a playoff contending, isn't it? Like you're not going to put loads of money on that, are you? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you'd win a lot back if you did. Yeah, <laughs> only only if they won. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> I, I don't feel this is as daft as you're making it out to be. I, I don't understand. What, like they've well, that, been really good to start the thir- season. Thirteenth out of thirty-two isn't great. Yeah, but you're basing that on the sports books. I'm basing it on what I've seen on the telly. I, I think there are much better teams from them in their conference. If if the if the Raiders and the Chiefs played today, right now... Raiders would win that. Raiders would win, right? Yes. And yet the Chiefs will be ahead of them in the betting for the Super Bowl. So what I'm saying is it's flawed. It's flawed. Just look at it as it is today. We're going to do our quarterback power rankings soon. And I'm telling you, there'll be players in there where we go, why have you got that player so high? Right now they're playing like turd. Or why have you got that player so low? Because right now they're playing really well. But you, you have to do it on the eye today. And right now, today, the Raiders are probably in the top 10 of teams. I, I agree. It's difficult because Not the difficult, main person... We, no, no. <laughs> the main person we know who supports the Raiders puts me off ever. Oh, like the no. Perry, you ass. You're making it really difficult and to also, like this team. Them as a franchise with Al Davis automatically builds in something that I don't like them. But I just, I can't see this team, this roster being strong enough. In the last two weeks, they've beat the Eagles and the Broncos. They're shit teams. That's a fair point. The Giants would beat those teams right now. We They're didn't. not fucking Super Bowl candidates. We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate, John, but you didn't. It's, 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 it's fair. <laughs> They're shit teams. It's true. Right, I wasn't expecting that to be the game that, that sparked us all off. But anyway, uh, you sparked us all off. We're, yeah, well, we're all in agreement here. Uh, somebody has to bring I, I the think energy. Saying that like they've really come on from last year, you know, and they'll probably make the playoffs, which would be a good achievement. And you never know what will happen. Is very different to saying, you know, that they're going to win the Super Bowl. I didn't Bowl. say they're going to win it. I said they're in contention to win it. <laughs> Super Bowl contending means they can win the Super. Bowl. They can win the Super. Bowl. What they is fucking it? Can't. 
there's four extremely thick people sitting at the table with me. I can't believe <laughs> that you not. think that this is the case. It's all no, to do with semantics. On a technicality, here. yes, they can win the Super Bowl yeah. the same way that the 49ers no. can win the no, Super Bowl. No, 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 yeah. no. No, it's exactly the same. This is what Paul said. He said they're the same as saying there's one of 32 that can win. It's not. Well, because there's still enough games yeah. for anybody to win. The 49ers so you're still get into the playoffs. The, the so statement they're, they're is contender. they are one of, one of 14 teams right now you would comfortably say could win the Super Bowl. No. But, but you could... I don't think I'd say that, you I don't think say say that, that comfortably about 14 teams that win the Super Bowl. I think there's maybe five, five or six. Yeah. There's five not or six. Not this early in the season. There's, there's probably 16 you could say could win the Super Bowl. No, not that many. If I was putting my money on it, and I realise I've made stupid bets earlier in the, <laughs> the podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, John, can you write this down? Yeah, again? hang on, hang on, because I might take I'll, him I'll, on I'll this I'll one. Take this one as well. All right, taking away any entertainment value, if I were actually putting my own money at a bookies yeah. down, I would never bet on the Raiders. See, right now, if I was asked to put a pound on someone who's got really long odds but you could win, they would be one of the ones you'd pick. Because tell me why they can't win it. I don't feel their the roster is good enough. Can, the Chargers, the Titans, the Bills. You know, the Bills. Look, they're the reasons because there are still lots of better teams. Yeah. Bengals. I mean, this is why probably. I said top 14, not top five. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. To win the Super Bowl, though, you have to be a top five team. <laughs> <laughs> they could be. I'm just saying at this point, it's too early to say that. Wow. This is the first time we've genuinely been angry with each other. It's the first time we've all pointed at someone that isn't Gary and been like, what are you on about? I'm not I'm angry. I'm disappointed. Well oh, no, no. I, I'm angry. I, I'm angry. I, I, I feel I'm going to stick by this yeah, picture. Last, last time I saw Griff this angry, he nearly got into a fight in the car park of a five-side football pitch. <laughs> that guy was a dick. <laughs> Let's be honest. Right, anyway, moving on. And finally, it's not often <laughs> To be that- fair, Perry did run on from off the pitch and stop him from scoring. <laughs> yeah, and on reflection, letting someone beat Perry up in a car park would have been the right thing to do, but... You, you know, you have to stand by him. So, do you remember this from years ago? It was a long time ago. It was all, I'll oh, tell you afterwards. Right. Yeah. The Rams win close, uh, <laughs> closes the rundown of the games today. And, and 28 to 19 uh, over the Lions is not normally anything to leave till last and talk about. But Dan Campbell has gigantic balls because he tried every trick play in the book to win this game. I'm not sure um, he has got giant balls. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> Are they in the top 14 balls in the league? That's what I want to know. Well, the thing is, when you've got nothing to lose, right? Yeah. And they have nothing, nothing to yeah, lose. Yeah. It doesn't matter, does it? So you can, you can, you can do literally... Nick Sirianni's got nothing to lose and he's doing fuck all. <laughs> yeah, David Cully's got nothing to lose and he's doing fuck all. I'm not sure it makes you break. Dan, C- might- Dan Campbell is playing like an eight-year-old on Madden yeah, exactly. and I fucking love it. It makes you fun. I'm not sure it makes yeah. you really brave. Oh, no, it, what, why not? I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I'm, also, uh, um, <laughs> I mean, like for one, I'm not lose. sure Dan Campbell does have gigantic balls because I'm sure cocaine use shrivels your balls <laughs> up. <laughs> that man... He's on something. He's amazing. My point is, he's looked at that game and gone, we're playing the Rams. If we just <laughs> if we just try and go, you know, head to head, we're going to lose. So, um, you know, might as well just, you know, try some trick plays. Take it, fake punts, an onside kick for the, the second player yeah. of the game. Yeah, Sean Payton's done all shit like this in the no, past. I, don't think, I think if, if none of those had come off, we'd be apps. We and everyone else in the media, every other analyst, we'd be absolutely ripping the shit out of him. Even though they're 0-7, We'd still be saying, 
what a fucking idiot! You don't do an onside kick on the second on, on the second kick of the game. You don't fake. You don't do a fake punt on two times trying to steal. That's just stupid. That goes against everything that's in regulation for football and what, or what we know and love. He's got balls because he's got uh, yeah he's got nothing to lose and he threw the kitchen fucking sink at the Rams and yeah he still didn't win but he did a lot better than we thought he would. And uh, the only other thing <laughs> I'd like to say is DeAndre Swift is a legitimate, very very top, very good top ten <laughs> running back. Is he elite? I would say he is on the verge of leaks. He's not even been playing fully fit all year. Fourth running back since 1950 with four or more receptions and 30 or more rece- receiving yards in each of his team's first seven games of the season. Like, he, he's fairly unique at the moment. He's doing a very, very good well, he's, job. He's doing a very similar job as Kamara's doing for, for the Saints. Yeah, he's doing it very fair. well. That's fair. Uh Jared Goff didn't play badly in this game. Can we just point that out? Like he was fine. He's not the reason they lost. It's a bit yeah. like the Jalen Hurts. He's not the problem there. I no, also, I, I, I don't know about that. It's different. This isn't. This isn't like the Cleveland team of old. This. I don't feel like they deserve the record they, they have. Don't deserve to be Aaron Seven. Like they just they do. They're shit. Yeah, last time they were Aaron Seven, they lost all of their games. Their, not, their defense is me, awful. Yeah, don't get me wrong. They're not great. But I think they're better than the Texans, the Eagles. I think you've all got into a bit of a love affair with the Lions. Oh, we just like well, it, this was fun to watch. Like the, the fake punt, the second fake punt. We love a the, good loser, the, don't we? But the look country. on Sean McVay's face yes. when, they, when like, they converted the second fake punt was amazing. Everyone liked Andy Murray. No, they actually know. But Andy Murray won stuff. Jim, that's the problem. Jim, just read me the name of the receivers that Jared Goff was thrown to this week. <laughs> Uh, right. Feel who, free to who, make up a couple. Yeah, who had reception? So DeAndre Swift had. had, had we know him. Eight, he's almost elite. Uh, and TJ Hawkinson had, had six receptions. He's one. He's, he's a, a good. He's a good tight end. Uh, yeah. the, the the person who got the most receiving yards was Khalif Raymond. After that, you got Bobby Price, Darren Fells. Yeah, we know him. Cardarell Hodge and Geronimo Allison. We know him. We, 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 we've heard of him. We only know Geronimo Allison though because we keep calling him shit. <laughs> yeah. I think Khalif Raymond got the most because he caught both the fake fake punts. <laughs> Isn't also Darren Fells that person we called one of the worst tight ends in the league <laughs> when he was at the Texans? <laughs> I believe that might be Who him. Who the yeah. hell is Bobby Price? Well, he plays wide receiver for the Lions, apparently. Are there no receptions for Quintus Cephas? And no, Quintus Amon Cephas. And and no. Gary is right. We, we, we love Dan Campbell because he's quite now, uh, now he's a lovable loser. And, but I think he's trying, and it's fun. And Bobby I think if you're not enjoying it... He's not even a wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's been let out to dry by, um, you know, the, 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 the lines of a horrible organisation. And this year, whatever, but they yeah, know they're I hope finish. they don't go in seventeen because they're finishing the bottom two or three teams, and they know. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so why not just try different things this year? It's it's, it's fun to watch. Well, I don't care if they win. I literally could not give a shit. He's what, if, the, if the Lions go zero in seventeen. Like, why would I care? I literally don't care. They're a shit organization. Like. Like I really, I don't care how Dan Campbell yeah. feels. I literally do not give a shit. I mean, I understand what you're coming from. The Lions go out 17. That does not change the like, quality of my life. All, in I, any way. All, all I care about because I've got him in both my fantasy leagues is that DeAndre Swift gets me 20 points. After that, I could not give a fuck. Literally, <laughs> I don't ever think about the Lions. 20 points is nothing when you have got Cooper Cup in your in your team, though. <laughs> I mean, also the Rams did all right. There are no in 17 now, but the Rams did well to come back from behind. 
The Rams, the Rams are looking very, very good. They are. Yeah. How many and O since 2017 when leading at halftime? Oh, they're 44. 40. They're 40. 40 and O. Yeah, he's, he's never lost. He's never when lost. When leading no. at halftime. No, it is incredible. And, and you know, better than Kyle Shanahan. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that ends the rundown. And I'm glad we had that. As that, that really livened things up uh, after we were all having a bit of a sleep there in the middle of the... The rundown. Okay, it's not been a great slate of games, has it? No, it was terrible, but we've made something out of it, which is great. Right, it was National Tight Ends Day, which I assumed was like rear of the year, but apparently it wasn't. Um, Jim wants to quiz us on oh, tight ends. <laughs> Carol, she won. She won. She, really she, is. she did, and that and it was a uh, niche reference. It, yeah, <laughs> it was the Sudetenland for this week's podcast. <laughs> All right, <laughs> right, Jim, over to you. Cool. We got ten of the best tight ends to play the game. Plus uh, a few others. Because we only have four microphones, John's going to write his answers down and hold them up in a flashcard styling. Brilliant. So I can't I, wait to completely misrepresent them. It's going to be great. Kurt Swarmer. <laughs> <laughs> of the, of these 10 tight ends, which round were they picked in the draft and which college did they attend? Okay. Go on then. Vernon Davis. Round one. Yep. Alabama. <laughs> LSU. Oklahoma. Maryland. That's a college. Yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Travis Kelsey. He went the third round. Second round. I thought he was second round. He was the third round. Oh. Anyone get the college? Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's all because I said there's one with Alabama. <laughs> UNLV. You sound like Forrest Gump out there. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame. Cincinnati. That's the I college. I mean, a guess that time. <laughs> You weren't going to get it. Uh, Mike Dicta. Mike Dicta, sorry. Uh, round one? Uh, yeah, round one. Round ten. Oh, it's close. It's round one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the time he was around, yeah, there was like 38 I, rounds. USC, I'm going with. I have to say, I thought it would be a, a bit worse, a bit like that. Ohio State. Alabama. <laughs> Oklahoma. Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's a college. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Antonio Gates. Undrafted. He went in round six. I will go with undrafted. He played basketball in college. I'm going to go five. He was undrafted. Yeah, because he played basketball. Anyone get the college? Uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> One of those really good uh, basketball, basketball co- colleges. Yeah, no, Northwestern. Iowa. They are a good basketball co- uh, college. It's Kent State. Oh, Kent State. That's a college. It is. <laughs> uh, Shannon Sharp. News recently with a beef with DK Metcalf. Fifth round. He was seventh. Seventh, sixth or seventh? Fifth. Seventh. You're never getting this college. Oh, shock. Savannah State. Oh, I was going to go Baylor. Yeah. That's a college. Yeah. Uh, cool. Antonio Gonzalez. First. Third. Second. First. Uh, Georgia. California. Alabama. Um, USC. California. That's a college. Cool. Uh, George Kittle. Third round. 84th overall. Yeah, Paul's confident I'll stick with that. Second? John's going third. Fifth. Fifth, Fifth. round uh, out of... 184th overall. Al- Alabama. <laughs> Florida. Mentioned it earlier, Iowa. Oh, He's one of the tight ends. That normally came out. comes out of Iowa, don't they? <laughs> John, 
Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Newsom. Alabama. <laughs> first, first round? First round. First round out of Alabama. And then famously took a lot of Alabama players when he was general manager for the Ravens. Rob Gonkowski. Uh, second. Second round out of Florida. First round. No, because no. Hernandez was from Florida. Uh, in that. First round from Harvard. Iowa. Fucking Harvard! That's a college. <laughs> it's second round, and it's Arizona. Ah. And lastly, uh, Kellen Winslow, the first one. Oh, not Kellen Winslow, the, the convict. Yeah, yeah, not the not Kellen the Winslow, one. the old lady toucher. Third round. <laughs> He's great. And it's not even allegedly, so fuck you, Kellen yeah. Winslow Jr. I know, he, I mean, he was convicted. Shout out to Crime and Sports for that episode <laughs> as well, because I was riveted for that episode. <laughs> one of the funniest yet disgusting things I've ever heard. Uh, Kellen Winslow. I said third. I don't yeah, know. I, I think he went earlier than that. I think he went quite early. I'm going to say second. Fourth. First. Oh, he did go early. Uh, out of who gives a fuck? He's in the penitentiary now. Missouri. 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 And yeah. he's in the Hall of Fame. His son is in the penitentiary. Oh, okay, yeah. There we go. National tight ends day. Wonderful. So uh, I'm glad we did that because that that round was off unstructured. It was, <laughs> yes, it was. And speaking of unstructured, it's time for a fight. It's QB power rankings time. Da 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 da. da. John. Um, okay, so we I have. Notice when he holds that microphone, he's like a shit Freddie Mercury impersonator. <laughs> a shit Rick Astley impersonator. <laughs> anyway, fuck you. Um, okay, so how do you want to do it? So let, let's so guess. You're in charge. You've well, you've got all the data. No, but I'm saying, do you want do you want to guess who? Do you want to try and guess who is number one in our quarterback power rankings? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Because I'm going to go with Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Kyler Murray. Dak Prescott. It's Josh Allen, um, who has the joint... I've, worked, I've ranked it, basically, if you get number one, you get 32 points. If you get number 32, you get one point. I am disappointed, A though. joint Josh Allen-Allen Rodgers both have 149 points. Oh, wow. But Josh Allen has two number one pos- uh, positions. Uh, oh, so I, I've I given also him gave another quarterback a, another one, number one ranking. Well, you, you also gave a number one ranking to Blake Bortles. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, Josh Allen. Uh, like those people who get automatic shotgun in the car, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, a third, <laughs> a third uh, is Thomas Brady uh, with 147 points. Wow, third. I didn't expect him to be quite that high. So oh, yeah, he's playing very well this year. He's I didn't so see good, it, though. And I, we, this we have we we should say this is based on basically we, we want to win this season. It's not like we're ba- pa- uh, basing this on future. So uh, yeah, fourth Kyler. Fifth, Matt Stafford, and sixth, Dak Prescott. Uh, seventh is running back Lamar Jackson. Uh, so, uh, eighth, Patrick Mahomes. So I imagine if this was probably done, you had about him that low. I had him sixth still. I think I, I had, had him eighth. I had him third. Uh, Griff had him twelfth. Wow. Because right now he's barely in the top fourteen, yeah. contending for anything. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he still uh, has the same amount of talent. Ninth, Justin Herbert. Tenth, Russell Wilson. Um, yeah. Uh, so the and Dalton level. Where, where did people place in a position of order? Russell Wilson. Have we had Stafford yet? Yeah, Stafford was fifth. I wasn't listening. Um, so I had Russell Wilson at seventh. Jim had Russell Wilson. 
11th. 11th. Griff, 5th. Chilo, 14th. 12th. And you had it at 6th. So it's... I had him quite low. You had Russell Wilson at 5th and Patrick Mahomes at 12th. Then I had Wilson at 14th or 13th on my list. Did you take Deshaun Watson out of mine? I took Deshaun Watson out your list. Fucking hell. Because... He's not playing a game this season. He's not playing a game. If he could. You don't know. I mean, the only game he's going to... I've got him at 12th if he could play. The only game he should be playing is probably for, you know, uh, Texas Penitentiary. But... um, yeah, I also, I, if I could have had Russell, uh, Deshaun Watson, I'd have had him in at 10th. But yeah, um, so the Dalton level, 16th, Baker Mayfield, 17th, Carson Wentz. Um, should we guess the bottom? Who do you think is last? Wilson. Yes. Yeah. Uh, eight points out of, uh, out of all that. Um, Does they, that mean somebody didn't have him bottom? I didn't. Who I did had Mills bottom. bottom. I think Davis Mills is being all right. I had Justin Fields, I had Mills above Fields and Wilson. I had Mills and then Heineke and then Jets Wilson. Yeah. There's, so I'm um, now calling him Jets Wilson. So, yeah. Um, the bottom, bottom. so Zach Wilson, eight points. Davis Mills, 12 points. Justin Fields, 21. Heineke, 25. Tua, 30. Roethlisberger, 34. Uh, then Bridgewater, Goff, Hertz, Lawrence, um, Where was Garoppolo? Garoppolo uh, is, uh, he was 21st, just below Sam Darnold and Mac Jones. And Arnold, just a, was that high? Who where was did, high on Darnold? That must have been Jim. That where, wasn't me. Where did people rate the often slandered Daniel Jones? I had him 30, oh no, 29th. You had him uh, tw- yeah, 29th. I had him... Uh, 23rd I'm trying to think uh, he goes for, he ranges from 18th to 30th wow that, that's, that's who had him at 18th I didn't have him at 30th I had him though. at 23rd was it me who had him at 18 I would say so probably yeah I've, just, I've, I've been high on that guy um, but, but yeah it's it's he's not as bad as I mean Darnold is having a really bad st- season so yeah I think Jim summed it up quite well when he was trying to do this exercise before we started and he pointed out that there are some awful quarterbacks in this league so Daniel Jones is playing better than a lot of other players right now uh, so to finish it all off we had Matt Ryan uh, 11th just ahead of Joe Burrow and Super Bowl contending Derek Carr Kirk Cousins Ryan Tannehill and then uh, brings it into Baker Mayfield <coughs> Jameis Winston was 18th just ahead of Mac Jones I don't think we were far off, if I'm honest. Like, I was... think the bottom 14 non-contending teams, you could... You know, <laughs> <laughs> just mix them up. Yeah, it's true. I think you're probably right. Right. Well, like uh, National Titans Day, this podcast is finally over. So it's time to say goodbye for another week. Bye-bye.